Welcome to Triskelion. If you received podcast Triskelion 04, 10 Seconds to Kill, you know the fragility of space colonies such as the Vega Rim colony. Built for its location between jump points, resource depots, and Goldilocks zones, Vega Rim was a popular, bustling, robust, competitive military and trading base. Humanity's USSF and Wolvenhouse Decagea patrolled and could at least allow the illusion of protection from rogue attacks. However, the same miles of walls and domes that shielded citizens from the vacuum and radiation of deep space also offered a colossal attack surface for anyone disgruntled, maddened, or mercenary to pierce that lining and open the citizens to the vast abyss of deep space. Faced with this unassailable great wall of vulnerability, the Provost Marshal sought all the more to limit risk, and so one would hear announced at all port marcation and debarkation points the following. League of Nations, USSF, Civil Code, Importation Statute 4.1-191, Illegal Importation, Shipment, and Transportation of Weapons, Exception, Penalty, A. No weapons other than local PDS or non-powered physical accoutrements no heavier than 25 pounds shall be imported, shipped, transported, or brought into any USSF orbital or suborbital station or platform other than as authorized licensees or contractor licensees unless such weapons are consigned to the board. However, the board may permit such weapons ordered by it from outside the USSF controlled zones for persons for industrial purposes. The manufacturer of articles allowed to be manufactured under 4.32-336 or hospitals for surgical apparatus to be shipped or transported directly to such persons. B. Importation of unauthorized weapons defaults to a class 2 felony. Importation of unauthorized weapons capable of breaching 2-inch plex luminol or greater constitute a hull breach threat and are Class 1 felonies punishable by life imprisonment and a fine of up to $100,000. If the defendant was over the age of 18 at the time of the offense and not severely or profoundly intellectually disabled, Class 1 felonies may also be punishable by death. Triskelion 13, Downtown Beatdown. We expected you for your battery of tests yesterday, Colonel Griffith. My military doctor looked like he should have been drawing a pension for a few years already. He exuded the country doctor look, lab coat slightly disheveled, western handlebar mustache, line marks for his med spec showing on the bridge of his nose, and a rather eccentric accent. Sorry, assault and battery is not what I signed up for, Doc. At least not outside a cockpit. Ouch! He was injecting me with about my 30th large syringe full of custom combat regimen for near-orbit and space dogfighting. You know you're not as witty as you think you are, Sam. The internal critic was actually not me. She was my co-pilot, who goes by the moniker Zero. She's an AI, an artificial intelligence, surgically placed inside my brain. Ground Zero, you see, is my head. I'd say she's the finest lady I ever knew. Well, not in a biblical sense, of course. She got most of her external data these days from Operation Crown of Eyes, an additional procedure that ringed my skull with sensory fiber, and added net probes for data lancing. While I was blind to them, Zero processed the data from them and from all my normal senses. As a chunk of my own brain, she saw, heard, smelled, and tasted all I did, and much, much more. She could also parse the input far more precisely. I sipped wine and could tell it was a dry white. Zero had the vintage, season, and pH balance. Zero was truly my better half, which is why I had to do right by her. She deserved her own body. 
I just needed to find a technology that could make that a reality. Such technology did not exist in human space. Meanwhile, the doc was shoving in the 50 milligrams of neuroplasm that held the synthetic compounds in suspension inside the artificial cyst on my neck. If I were certain he was making this more painful on purpose, I'd paste him in his wobbly mush. I could get away with it too, and we both knew it. Our military had me and Manfred von Richthofen in a class by ourselves, and old Manfred hadn't been fit for duty for the last millennia or so. Just fill up my cyst, Doc, I said. Zero and I had an appointment with a woven cruiser. I must apologize. I have never done this before. You are unique, and I have even worked with special forces. Do not be afraid. The instructions are quite clear. Now relax. It will be over in a moment. Sam, you're really going to do what I think you're going to do? I think I've got the med routines and black market amalgams traced out. I know our Independence Day is almost here, but I never asked you for a body. This is all the life I've ever known. Independence Day was our code for the day our bioregimens could be fully handled without professional or military help. I was still wondering if the alien artifact, the map to an undiscovered planet, was worth rushing my timetable. Suddenly, Zero shouted, in my head, of course, Priority, Sam! Sawbones is grabbing an unknown compound. I grabbed the shotgun hypo out of his hand, spun him around, and popped him on his left butt cheek. It had a variable release, and I only pumped in a quarter low before he started to slacken. This is bad. I just assaulted a military officer. I had no doubt, though, that Zero was right. I had only been half kidding when I said I could paste him in his wobbly mush and get away with it. Zero had cataloged every regimen and their chemical treatments and cybernetic upgrades down to the nanocircuits. She'd better be right. We had to be able to self-medicate. And, if my suspicion was correct, we'd need to know enough to draw up operations for self-improvements if we ever did find more advanced technology. But to do that meant knowing how we worked all the way up from the quark, so to speak. 0151-0269, Zero's voice in my head and tone. Huh? I didn't know what she was saying. Those were the drug codes on the hypo, Sam. Knockout drops commonly used by spooks. Our good old country doctor was up to something. The question is what and why? We have to find his IO. His AIIO, pronounced IO, would be his issued artificial intelligence and input-output device. But I didn't know what form factor he was issued. Commonly, it was simply an index card that could key into larger terminals and mainly be an access key for staff who didn't have a need for research and analysis. I freshed him in nothing. Rifled through his desk. Nothing. This was taking too long. Sam, I'm picking up a Keep Alive ping, and it's coming from the dock. It's on him or in him. We have to hurry. Turn him over and check his eyes. I'm thinking projecting contacts with deep learned hand sign input. I rolled him over and gently lifted his eyelid. Not sure I see anything. Doesn't look like... It's there! Zero interrupted me. It's a nanocircuited filament. It's probably been punctured to his optic nerve for a direct input. Hold on. I'm searching U.S. intelligence database for the model and frequency. Got it. Okay, decrypting started. Sam, we don't need to be in the locale for me to continue the hack. Yeah, telemetry might be telling an AI on the other end that Doc just decided to take a nap. But if it's as sophisticated as you, Zero, you'd... I'd be measuring internal systems and pick up the drug's effects and issuing an alert. Let's go, 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 Sam. Pillage and then run away, Zero. 
Doing it in reverse never works. I stuffed the gunny sack with the med supplies in the cabinets. I didn't even need Zero's help. I was well familiar with the combat regimen codes and solutions to keep Zero healthy and replenish me after a dogfight. Didn't know when or if I'd ever get a USSF replenishment ever again. I was making my way to the exit when Zero chimed in. I'm in his account. He was ordered to detain us. I'm substituting a repeating loop for his telemetry. Looks like he's a regular doctor, unless this is still part of a cover. Go deeper? I paused. Not literally. My feet were still barreling me down the hall. Mentally, however, I wasn't so decisive. The next decision had consequences. It's one matter to start a bar fight, or even deliver a right cross to a crooked doctor and face a court-martial. Information espionage was an entirely different scale of trouble. The kind that purchased a bullet for your brain pan. But that bastard doc wanted to knock me out. Why? I was their top pilot, a political asset, a technological one in a million with the success of the co-pilot AI program that had put zero in my brain. Why put all that at risk? Why try to slip me a Mickey Finn? Why, why, why? Deep dive, Zero. Crack his account. Looks like I won't have to go deeper. He has incoming. The cipher unlock's already in the dock, so we're clear text. Just call me Dr. Bukowski. I watched Zero's log scroll across my mind's eye. A. You have him sedated. Fourteen. Yes. Good. Zero, keep your answer short and simple. One. E. Have him prepped for a cryosphere. The facility is Earth, North America, Georgia. MIC New Savannah. V-A-H. 28. A Dr. Orloff will be there to receive the package. Concerns? 32. None. 3C. Out. 46. Out. 50. End of transmission. I was back on the station thoroughfare, Williamson Avenue. Hacking the dock's comm device had bought Zero and I the time to get out. Of course, we were still on a U.S. military-run space station. It wasn't a crowded thoroughfare, but there was enough midday business activity to quickly block line of sight by weaving through the crowd. I'm shutting off all our passive telemetry to prevent traceback. Going dark in three, two, one. Mark! I was just another military officer out to get some grub. I stepped on a ped rail, headed for the downtown markets. In a few seconds, the med buildings were out of sight. I think we're officially on the run, Zero said. I'm trying to do my own traceback on the dock's line, but it was pretty short. I'm running a new trace on purchases by Dr. Orloff and members of his department. How far do... No holds barred, Zero. We've already passed the fork in the road. Q Forensics will reveal your hack. We don't have either the time or the equipment for quantum state masking. I continued, we need data. And we're already busted. Keep going. I'm heading us to the Wolven Hangar. The Hangar? Well, oh, oh. I know this all happened so fast... And I know I don't get a vote. I'm just an AI. Don't, Zero. Just don't. Just keep info digging. Worst case, the hangar is where we want to be for alternate escape routes anyway. I'm in caseload. I have to send sets of remote commands through jump space. Delay is... I'm getting trace back on me. Setting up a shadow account. Done. Dropping the dock. Sam, someone's got on the ped rail about 100 meters behind us. Just one. A tail? That was quick. Keep digging, Zero. Just one we can handle in the market. No APB on us, which I didn't expect unless things really went south. After the Vega Rimmer call terrorists takedown, we were famous and a PR boon for the USSF dogfighter program. Does the word vivisection mean anything to you, Sam? 
Zero could really express her emotions in my head. Dr. Orloff is forensics, and he's got a recently installed cryonics lab. You know, the kind that hold cryospheres from jump ships. Oh, we always knew the brass wanted to mass-produce our teamwork, Zero. I'm not going to allow them to vivisect us, Sam. My life is my own. <laughs> I chuckled. So much for Zero thinking of herself as just an AI. I told her we knew it might come to this once that woven approached us. A new habitable planet? The stakes are too big, and there have been some who wanted to take us apart and see how we tick. Vivisecting us? That just makes our choice a bit more obvious than it was. But you know, we were going our own way once I found that sphere. Don't let them take me, Sam. I will die fighting before I allow that to happen. I can't, I won't go back to the dark before times. The space opened up with a soft breeze. The 20-foot ceiling suddenly fanned out to an aerodrome, a 1,600-foot ceiling with ships of all shapes and sizes taxiing around the runway following invisible roads. In the distance, the star Vega illuminated the dock in hues of blue, filtering through the tinted plex lumina. The scenery had changed from office districts to what was essentially a busy dockside. My heart unclenched a bit as I slipped from one off-ramp pedrail to another off-ramp pedrail. I think it was the idea of running or playing defense that made me anxious. Both tactics for a dogfighter happened just before you and your ship exploded into a bright and very temporary mini-sun. Lining up crosshairs was more my style. Zero was spooked, too. She'd never run herself down like that. What was that just an AI bullshit? Don't be an ass, Sam. You don't know what it was like in the before time. And when you're gone, when that sphere took you from me, I was alone in the dark. There's something off about this whole thing, Sam. Maybe it's just not right what we're trying to do. I never asked for it. But I'm your co-pilot. I'm in this for the long haul. Together. So don't talk to me about low self-esteem. Never forget, I see you from the inside. Ah, Zero, you gotta trust me. We'll get through this. Camelot. The word had been unfolding in my mind since the dingus had brain-blasted me. The imagery grew, like pulling apart origami, Cyclopean towers rested on acres of platforms floating around darkness. A pitch-black event horizon. The platforms encircled the entire event horizon. Jutting onyx monoliths warped and pulsed on the underside of the platforms. Aliens that changed bodies as easily as I changed into coveralls to work on my fighter. That was the real lore. Not the weirdling black hole ring world. The technology was the true lore. Lost in dust or so it seemed, so the artifact implied. Abattoir, mausoleum, grave, images of passing had unfolded around the lure as well. But what biomechanics, biomechanics, biomechanics? You did it again, Sam. You were gone. You left me alone. You can't. That's not the deal, Sam. With that technology, Zero, you could have... I get it. I get it. But you'd better lay off the mystical daydreaming. We're in danger. Now. The pedrail started to weave around the woven-style cruisers. 
Percentage of woven on the rails had climbed until just over the majority of the passers-by were woven. Behind me, my tail was still there after four off-ramp switches. But now he was joined by two others. I was counting off the off-ramps, waiting for the right one. They were jogging on the ped rail, starting to close the distance between us. Sam, your combat rates are elevating. Feeling good? Want me to release pre-stage? Look out! A steel glint from a black sleeve. Zero's warning was enough, barely. My jump took my vitals out of range, and the dart, knife, shard, whatever, lodged in my upper thigh instead of my liver. Pain. Ugh, shock. Combat regimen auto-released into me. Sam, I'll try and tailor the regimen to hand-to-hand. Five-to-one time dilation on Mark, Mark. That was as close to panic as I'd heard zero since the dogfight. Most lethal weapons were interdicted on space stations. Smuggling was surprisingly difficult and risky, and whoever this six-foot muscle bruiser was, it was unlikely. Wait. The world had the illusion of slowing down as the regimen percolated through my nervous and limbic systems. But the ox who had leaped in front of me on the ped rail was just as fast. Oof! His fist had just imploded my diaphragm. Oh, God, I can't breathe. What a punch! Someone tried to put me in a half-Nelson. I elbowed him and spun behind him. The two new guys who had been tailing me were plenty slow, at least. I flung them like ragdolls between me and the berserker as I dislodged both their left shoulder sockets from their arms. I still hadn't gotten a good look at them. The fight had only gone on for two seconds so far. Zero said, I've started oxygenating your blood until your diaphragm recovers. The two slow tails tumbled off the ped rail hard and started to fade into the distance. Arrgh, a hammer blow against my right shoulder. Not a lethal cut, but a nerve cluster strike. I felt my left side start to go numb. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? No one but an insectoid should have this speed, not even recall snakes. He hit several nerve clusters. Zero, force a jolt through those clusters, I thought. It'll hurt us like hell, but we'll be able to use our left side. Sure enough, my whole left side felt like it had literally burst into flame. Combat regimen put a ceiling on my pain cognizance. Thank God. Who is he, Zero? Sam, he's not hiding. He's in uniform. Green Beret. Fort Bragg. Escape? Damn right. I barely clamped down my panic as the identity filtered through my mind. Everything, Zero said. Yes. I was outclassed. I couldn't even hope for a draw. My tech may, and that's a big may, be slightly superior, but I was a dogfight specialist. This guy was combat lethality with tactics, strategy, and his own tailored combat regimen. Zero said, But he doesn't have me, Sam. Time dilation pushed to a factor 10. You'll only sustain this for about three seconds before systemic overload. I'll guide you. Know that we can't win this. It's still escape. Analyzing distances and velocities on my mark. Three, two, one, mark. <laughs> Why is zero so great? At ground zero in my head, all that analysis took less than a second. The Green Beret had us beat in all categories except one. The short burst insanity that was the hallmark of the dogfight. Here we go. I could tell from the pain escalating. Now my whole body was on fire and the pain ceiling was being forced through the roof. You could only damp down so much before it impacted your combat abilities. As battle cries go, mine was of the terrible twos variety. It was just a cry of pain. As the cysts I'd just gotten replenished broke and my cybernetics were juicing and jolting my musculature and nerves. Zero said, Plotting complete. Right heel to left knee. Do you receive? Are we synced? Clear as day. 
My speed was now at 10 times my best natural speed, and Zero had plotted out the highest chance move. My leg shot out, and my boot heel collided. Son of a bitch, I growled. He's actually trying to twist away to soften the blow. But for once, Green Beret was too slow. Bet that shocked him. Too bad I couldn't even spare a glance to gloat. That had to be my one and only shot in this fight. By the time the word bitch was out of my mouth, my heel had driven through his knee and shattered his patella. His knee had some armor. Couldn't tell if it was an external pad or internal cybers, but not near enough armor for a ten times accelerated Wing Chun stamp kick. I didn't stay to watch. I followed immediately with a vault out of hand striking range, even as a strike against my back shattered my lower left rib cage. I sprinted like a wounded cheetah. I need more distance. I did a ten-foot vault over a small cargo tugger to put some tonnage between us. I could see our woven ship ahead, but tunnel vision. Zero. You're going to have to take over. I've got you, Sam. He's not going to be able to keep up, no matter who he is with that shattered knee. Tunnel vision clamping down on me. Going to be out soon. Get us off station. Zero drove my legs. For her, piloting my body was the same sensation as me piloting a dogfighter. I couldn't feel anything other than blood running down my left thigh. Zero mercifully blocked my pain centers. The woven gangplank lowered, and I let myself fade to black. End of Triskelion 13, Downtown Beatdown.